0: Hey everybody, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I have the pleasure of speaking with Steve Ronazizi from The League, stand-up comedy, everything. How are you doing today, sir? I am
1: well. i you, well. You've been all over the place this morning. This morning's been kind of crazy, yeah. I've been all over the place. When do you have free time? I'm after this. I'm done. I'm going to go see Anchorman. <laughs> oh. I think, yeah. You, I was either Anchorman or go see today. Well, today's I can't see a Broadway play, but I was going to see Anchorman, and tomorrow I'll go see a Broadway play. Any so specific one? I haven't decided which which show yet to go see. This chair is the, oh, <laughs> the chair
0: the chairs, the Is doing is things. This
1: a fat test. <laughs> it's how many clicks is how fat you are. I'm just. It keep going down and down and down. I'm You're at really, like five now. It does it to me too. So, it's just. It's almost like. There it is. It's like a superpower. Right? <laughs> oh, you think I can't get any lower? Oh, that's it. I did it. Long. All <laughs> right, as low as I can get. There,
0: I am this fat. So you're in town. <laughs> Manchild is your first stand-up comedy album. What is it yeah. like? Your fir- I always interview people who are on their third or fourth. Yeah. What's it like having your first album?
1: Well, it was crazy because it was like I had no deadline ever. I was I lived in LA doing stand-up since 2001, so it was. Sort of like ah, I tell a story and on stage and it would be funny and then I would add things to it and add jokes to it and make it tighter and, and or longer and embellish it and then sort of like had that story. So then it was just putting these things together and then after a while it's like, you know, I'd really like to rec- I'd like to have some sort of evidence that I've done stand up comedy. <laughs> so I like to record a special so I kind of talk to people and then Comedy Central was gracious enough to say, like well, we'd love to do it, and we're going to do it in New Orleans. And then they gave me a date. So I was like, all right, now it's time. I went on the road, and just for like four months every weekend, getting it tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And then uh, and then shot it, and it came out brilliant, and uh, and you know, I was so pleased with it. And now that it's done, it's over, it's aired, I'm like going on the road again and you know people want to see that stuff but they want to see new stuff too so I'm writing new stuff so it's sort of like having a deadline now is is very foreign to me having like a, you know I need to write new material I need to like actually sit down every day and write it's It's good and it's and it's it's hard and you mentioned New Orleans like you're from New York mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people wanna do stand up like albums in their hometown why Why'd you pick New Orleans? Comedy
1: Central was sort of like we'd like to do some specials not in l a and not in New York. We'd like to you know go to some markets that are great comedy markets that people are you know big fans there, but you know haven't necessarily you know been tapped for for specials so uh, I they 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 did one in Austin like a year and a half ago. They did a couple specials there, and then this year they were like, we like we like New Orleans. Would, they, would you be interested in that? And I had never played New Orleans before. Oh wow. And I was actually there like two months prior to that for the Super Bowl, which is my first time down there, and I fell in love with the city. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is the football city. That's great for me for the league fans that will, that will show up to the show, and they've never really seen me do stand-up, which is great because it's not I haven't you know oversaturated myself there. So. Um, it was a. It was just. I was like, great. I'm in. I. I. I love the idea. And how long you been have you been doing stand up? Uh, it'll be 12 years. The uh, and yeah, 12 years now. And you have a background in improv too, right? I do. I st- I did the groundlings in L.A. for a couple years, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually building my way up to hopefully becoming a groundling, and then sort of I got the TV show Punked, so that kind of you know I started doing that, and then started doing some network stuff so things kind of got crazy for, that, for Groundlings and you know, Second City groups like that it's like, it's almost like Saturday Night Live where you are doing shows every week but you've got to write sketches every week they want to see you know, you know, new sketches they want new material coming in every single week so you're meeting with people and writing with people all week long and if you have another job that takes you away from that or you want to go do stand up on the weekends it's very very tough to do both so you kind I had to commit myself to, to one thing and you have a big... I saw your tour schedule. You're pretty swamped till March or yeah. April, maybe? Yeah, I'm I'm out there a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, chances are, if you live somewhere, I'm going to be there. <laughs> What's Whether f- in a college or in your local comedy club, I will probably end up showing up. Do you have a favorite place to play? Um, Do I have a favorite... I love, I love going to Chicago. I was just there. Um, The show takes place in Chicago, so the fans there are really great. They kind of feel a bit of an ownership of the show. Um, And they support me really, really well. I love Austin. Um I'm going back to Denver for the first time. I was there four years ago, and that was a really, really fun city to do comedy. and so I'm excited to go back there. New York is always wonderful because it's like a home game, you know, right. I could fill the audience with my friends if I wanted to and my family. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, it's tough to pick one. It's various nights and various shows in different places. You know, there are certain there are you know places where you're like, oh, this was a really really fun place, and then there are places where I'll never go back. <laughs> I've done a couple gigs in Canada recently, and I'm like, oh boy, they're very nice people. Not the whole of Canada, just specifics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if, like if there was a city in Canada, like just that rhyme with Schmedmonton, um, I probably might not. Add, go back there, I just didn't have, like, it was a lot of Christmas parties mm. and a lot of drunk people and I'm not saying like, look, I, I don't need my ego stroked, but the league's not as popular up there right now, and especially in that area, um, so no one really knew who I was, so they just thought like they could just, I guess they treat all comics like that, they talk, and like, it was a lot of battling with the audience, so I was like and it was freezing, and it's in a mall <laughs> you're performing in a mall, the, se- the second biggest mall in the world This mall is so big, it's got two hotels in it. What? A movie theater, a gun uh, range (laughs) to shoot guns at, uh, an ice skating rink, a water park, all in this mall, inside of the mall. So I never left the mall. Why would you leave the mall, first of all? It was negative 11 outside in some foreign, not even, it was Fahrenheit, but they were like, it's like negative 65, and I was like, oh, I... We all have. We're gonna die, right? And they're like, "No, it's Celsius. It's like eleven, negative eleven Fahrenheit." What? And I was like, "That still <laughs> is horrible living conditions." So I never left the mall for four days. So it's Christmas time. You're living living inside of a mall. You know, it was just. I was like, I I might not come back here. Although I told them I would. <laughs> so if you're listening from Edmonton, I'll be back, but just don't hold your breath. <laughs> so. I w- after
0: listening to your stand up special and talking about bad fans I, I noticed that there there wasn't
1: a lot of sports comedy. Do you ever have fans
0: who get mad? Yes that, really
1: yeah i mean i I like to touch on the league and you know I, I realize that that's a you know a majority of the audience is there because they like the league, but what I'm trying to do is build them into me fans right 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 so um you know i I, I talk about the league. You know, for a five, six minute chunk, and then I kind of move on to my point of view and what I think is funny beyond the league. Uh, but I am a sports fan, and you know, and after the shows, people ask me, you know, are you really a sports fan? I talk football with them. I am a big, big football fan and a big sports fan, so it's like I'm I'm knowledgeable in that arena. It's not like I'm just like some sort of British actor who puts on an accent and doesn't know anything about football. I know about football. Um, and then there are people on our show that don't know about football, and that's fine for them. Like John Lejeune, has no idea what's going on at football games. Like last year at the Super Bowl, we were there, and during the blackout, we started walking around, and people were like, "Oh, Taco!" You know, they're yelling "Taco," and he's like, "Hey, man!" And he's like, "Who are you rooting for?" And he's like, "The Bears, man, the Bears," because he just knows that the show takes place in Chicago, and that we're Bears fans. He has no idea that like <laughs> the Bears are not in with the two teams that we are watching right now, so. Um, yeah, they, they. I am more. I'm probably one of the most knowledgeable sports football people on the show. And you said, was that your first Super Bowl? Yeah, my first one. What was that like? Like, even if you're not a sports fan, that's it was amazing too. I mean, the whole weekend was amazing. The only thing that was crazy, and I've never talked about this before, was that I got a, I got my first hemorrhoid. Oh God! <laughs> in my life, that day, right. That day. And you have no idea how many times you have to stand up and sit down at the Super Bowl. It is an exorbitant amount of times between the the National Anthem and then Beyonce's coming up. And Beyonce, they gave us these things. We had to wave our hands around like we right. had chores to do. So I'm waving my hand around and it feels like I'm smuggling a lit cigarette in my asshole. The whole the whole Super Bowl. So as memorable and as much fun as I had, I still, in my back of my mind, that's still, I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't have that goddamn hemorrhoid. <laughs> my first one of my life, I was like, I turned to Nick. I was like, I think I have a, a hemorrhoid. He's like, oh, you never had one before? I'm like, no. He's like, what does it feel like? And I told him, he's like, oh, you have a hemorrhoid. I'm like, yeah, it feels like I'm li- uh, like a car- smuggling a cigarette lighter in my ass. That's, that's terrible. It was, yeah, it was, but beyond that, Joyous experience. Well, what was the blackout like for you? That's Great, I was fine. <laughs> you got to Every- sit down. They only yes, everybody was sitting down, so I was okay with that. <laughs> People, the air conditioning went off. That's when I got. I'm like, oh, is it gonna get really warm in here? And then, of course, I started thinking about the horrible things that have happened in the Superdome. And I'm like, when the power goes out, some of these people, you know, they get a little crazy. So I'm like, I hope this shit doesn't go on again. I did joke with Mark Duplass about that, who is from New Orleans. And I turned to him at one point, and he was like, oh, I was a little nervous. Just got to be honest with you, I was a little bit nervous when the power went out. Because, you know, you're inside, you don't know what's going on. And you're like, oh, this could be anything. And me, I was like, I'm at the... Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I'm invincible right now, <laughs> besides this hemorrhoid that's <laughs> drilling a hole in my
0: anus. Well, you hate hemorrhoids and Canadians,
1: that's what I'm getting out of this. Hemorrhoids, area. I don't hate Canadians, <laughs> I hate Edmontonians, Edmontonians, Edmontonians? Edmont- yeah, Edmontonians <laughs> I
0: guess, I don't know. You talk a lot about uh, your family mm-hmm. in your stand up. Um,
1: you talked earlier, like since this is Marvel, you said your son's an Iron Man. Yeah, man. my but my son is um, Iron Man, Spider Man. He is, you know, invincible power powers to him. Right now, are the greatest thing ever. If you don't have powers, don't even bother talking to him. Um, and the thought of like shooting things out of his arms, having shields that that block anything that comes towards him is like the greatest thing in the world. So, flying. You know that is like he, it's. I am not cool. <laughs> he sees me on TV and he's like, "Whatever, Dad. Are you flying? Do you shoot things out of your arms? <laughs> Great. Continue on with your knock knock jokes. I'm gonna go hang out with Iron Man. How did he get
0: involved into like comic book characters in the first place? You know,
1: it's it's friends of his and and in school. It's it's a very. I mean it's universal it's like you could be a uh, you know a 50 year old guy who you never that feeling never goes away of being invincible of having power of having the ability that no one abilities that nobody else has, and I think it starts when you're a kid. You know, it's like you realize, okay, I'm a human being; these are my limitations. But what if they weren't? What if I could do whatever I wanted to do? And I, and when you're a child, you actually believe that that's a possibility. Right. You know, you still have that innocence, and it's like it, to watch him get so psyched. Like I for Christmas. One of his toys that I picked up the other day was the Iron Man thing that shoots the uh, the little blades out, the little discs out of it, and like he will flip out and like argue with me about bringing that into school. And, like you cannot bring that into school. There's no toys allowed in school. You know that. Plus, I know you're gonna shoot someone with that thing. It's not. You can't do it. No, we can't have any of that stuff at school.
0: I wish you'd known this earlier. You didn't have to pay for it. Oh please, like, it's hook you up some
1: stuff. You guys though, are poor, to... right? This, yeah, we're not. This doing company's not too well. doing well yeah. at all, right? pretty bad right yeah now. so i'm it's the least i can do guys it's me giving back <laughs> yeah because I, I know i interviewed
0: you at new york comic-con this past year yeah and i don't think you were the biggest like you weren't really into
1: comics when you yeah. were younger right yeah no i wasn't the big comic book guy
0: it's always yeah because i'm always interested to see how kids get into it if their parents aren't really into yeah it, like so i
1: it's think cool. it's just his friends and and uh, in school it's like they talk about it and powers and flying and yeah, it's it's pretty cool.
0: I know we talked earlier, but can you tell the fans like
1: what your experience is like when you go to the conventions? Um, yeah, I've been to two now. I went to the the San Diego one. I just walked the floor, mm-hmm. um, which was a trip. Did people recognize you? and come They did. To that you? was like three years ago, so right. the show was sort of popular, but not as popular as it is now. And then uh, that was cool because I was like, "Oh, I get to like." There was a a booth where you get to go in. It looks like you were inside the package. Oh, I got right. a Picture of myself with a sword. Star Wars. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Star Wars, I'm I was big into Star Wars, um, so that stuff was all cool for me. And then getting to see the different panels of the shows, and then just seeing the level of commitment that people have to you know dressing up and things like that, like waiting in line at the Starbucks at <laughs> right. the Hyatt next door to the Comic Con San terrible. Diego. It's like. Oh, there's Fat Wonder Woman. <laughs> there's Harry Spider Man's over there. Like, if you're in a Spider Man costume and I can still see your body hair, you have a body hair problem. <laughs> like there were people that I was like, Oh, you this is this you this it's good that you have this outlet. Right. This is the only place that this is acceptable for you to because I can tell if this wasn't happening, you'd be out in this outfit doing horrible, horrible things. <laughs> so I'm glad you have this this is like your little Vegas for your life. Yeah. This
0: is uh you need this in your life. Did you ever see anyone that like like a celebrity that you kind of freaked out over seeing at the convention? We saw
1: at New York here this pat um as our panel was going in um Patrick Stewart was coming out. And Patrick Stewart and uh why am I blanking on his name? Um Michaelan? Mag- Mag- yes, yeah, a. A. McKellen. McKellen. yeah. what say Magneto. Uh-huh. Um coming out and they were talking and I, and I I've never seen Jason Manzuka so still in his life. He just sat there and watched the two of them talk. And then all of us, I was like, oh, my God, there are two incredible Broadway actors. And he's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's Captain Kirk and and, Magnet- and Magneto over there. <laughs> I was like, he was in his glory. Uh, and, you know, just seeing guys like that, you're like, oh, okay, I forget how incredibly popular that those and those characters are in people's minds
0: yeah speaking of Jason and, and Paul we were talking about it earlier as well like they're huge comic yep. book fans yeah. like I tried to interview Paul at New York Comic Con and he would only talk about Marvel I'm like I want to promote the league to yeah be, you know yeah he's so. uh,
1: yeah he's a big comic book nerd and you guys are on your sixth season upcoming. We just finished five. Right. We'll start shooting six in in probably June, July, August mm-hmm. in that world. We usually stay pretty close to football, so right around there. No teasers. You can give us. I guess you we literally have, really have no idea. All I know is I came in last place. Oh. So I'm the <laughs> right. sacko next year. So <laughs> my life will be filled with hell and torture and probably having Rafi uh, poke several of my orifices. <laughs> How's the transition been to FXX? Um. Great, we get to do full frontal nudity now, which is what I'm always asking for. I get to pull my Michael Fassbender out, and uh, <laughs> another Magneto. Reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, now I, you know, now it's it's fine. It's I mean, we, we I didn't really the only, It's better now than it was in the beginning because people are like, well, what channel is it on? Right. Where is it? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not cable. I don't know what your channel, what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> not cable yeah I don't know what, what it is for you so you know whatever you have look it up hit the guide thing you know and then I think they're figuring out like they probably shouldn't charge $16 a month for it because it's not a premium Fox Sports you know channel where it's like you're watching you want to watch women's lacrosse in New England <laughs> and then you stumble upon the league so they're they're figuring out all the the, the you know the, the fine tuning of, of figuring out the channel but as far as we're concerned, the people, our ratings are still great. You know, we're in way less homes than we were on FX, but people still find it. And then our show is really, really huge on Netflix. People love watching our show on Netflix. They love to binge watch it. That's awesome. Yeah. And fans can reach you on Twitter. At SteveRen is Easy. You have a website. At SteveRen is Easy dot com. Just start to put, put Steve, R-A-N-N, and then Google will finish the rest <laughs> of it for you.
0: Awesome. They'll find it. So... Pick up Manchild out now. Yes. And watch The League on Netflix and season six upcoming. Yep, next year.
1: Anything else? Uh, and then check the website. If if you live in a house with electricity, I'll probably be in a city near you, doing Jokes. So. Yeah, you basically have the
0: craziest tour schedule yeah, around. So going to It's a pleasure to have you, sir. Thanks, buddy. This is Marvel, your universe.